everyone. Welcome to the show. Today we have Clayton Connerly on the show. He is a professional dancer and actor. You may have seen him dancing next to Mariah Carey or Beyonce. And he used to be my dance teacher when I was taking jazz funk and hip hop. Yeah. He would always tell me to control my flailing arms. You you really helped me. I love your class. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I missed your class. So yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to come on and talk about dating and yeah. relationships. Thanks for having me, for sure. So you are from the South. Yes, Tallatown, Mississippi. Very small country. Woods in the front of my house, behind my house, side of my house, town. Yeah. Southern boy. Southern, Southern man. Southern man. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so excited because Southern men are very different from city men Yes. in general. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to know, wait, when did you move to L.A.? I moved to L.A. in 2015. Okay, what are the biggest differences you have noticed with Southern manners compared to manners in L.A. in general? Um, I think the biggest thing um, that I tell people all the time is that in the South, we have a mentality of, you know, what can I do for you? And in L.A. is very much, hmm, what can you do for me? Who are you? Like, what can you bring to my life? You know? How can I suck the life out of you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, like, with that mentality, like, we're, we're very people forward. Like, we love to help people. We're always kind to people. Like, it's something that we're taught. Like, you have to be kind or you, you're getting trouble with your parents, you know? Here, you know, people just in their own world. And sometimes that takes away from manners of something, you know, like saying thank you when someone opens the door, something that simple, you know, for somebody from the South, like that's like, a, oh my God, you did not say thank you. I can't, <laughs> you yes, know, yes. things like that. Yeah. Like to me, that's basic acknowledgement right? is to say thank you. So yeah. I am surprised when some people don't mm -hmm. <laughs> do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I know you have really good manners because I remember one time Pete and I, we were at your place and we were driving off and you waited until we drove off before going into the house right. and you watched us drive off. Yes. I'm like, oh, he has really good yeah. manners. <laughs> and you also mentioned once that <laughs> when like when someone drops you off mm -hmm. and they don't wait for you to like get in the house and right. just take off. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't know what could happen. Anything could happen between me getting out of the car and getting to my door. Like yes. you have to wait. You just wait to make sure the person's at least in their gate. But in the country, we we wait till you get into the house. And most of the times, people, like, they'll get to their porch, unlock the door, then they'll turn around and wave at you to say bye. You know, that type of thing. Just, you know, just looking out for each other. But, you know, people here, they, they're mindless. So they just, they'll be like, all right, get out. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go do something. Bye. <laughs> you know. So was that kind of a shock for you? Or were you, you kind of expected it moving here? Hmm. Actually, I think it was a shock because I didn't know. Um, so, I mean, you could know, but it's still different when you have to see it all the time and live with it all the time. Um, there are some things that still really annoy me. Okay. You like know? what? Um, the thank you is one. Um, what's another one? When the people just don't use that common sense about simple stuff. I mean, you know, you know as they say, common sense is not so common. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> give me some examples. Whenever I'm with like any of my friends who are females, I have to walk behind them because I can never let a woman walk behind me, you know, as a protection thing. Or like if we're crossing the crosswalk, I have to put her on the side that's not up traffic. Yes. You know? Yes. Little things like that. 
moving out of the like letting people in the door first, just small kind things that mean so much to us in the South. In the South, we have to say, yes, ma'am, yes. no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Here, people take that as like a an insult. Oh, my God, you're calling me old? It's like, no, it's just a form of respect of saying, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, sir. Just a, a thing of respect. Yes, I feel like respect and kindness mm-hmm. should be basic. Right. And I do feel like it's lacking in a lot of modern society. Right, very true. Mm-hmm. So what are some things in terms of, like difference of dating in the South versus in big city. Like what are the expectations in the South when you take someone out? What do you do? Um, it's still that old school dating. I love, um, I love, I love that. You know, it's a, a privilege to go up to someone like, you know, you still like have to get your nerves up to be like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in. And you go in and you talk, start a conversation. That's the first thing. Start a conversation. Just normal. Hey, how you doing? Um, my name is this. What's your name? I was noticing you from there. Like, you look so beautiful today. And would you mind if I were to have your number? Or, you know, I would be interested in, you know, taking you out or something like that. Boom. That's literally, like, how we approach. Mind you, the conversation may be longer. But that's just a sample of, you know, how, how we would approach. And then you get the number. And then you may call. It'll be more calling than texting, for sure. And then you say, okay, let's hang out. And you go somewhere and hang out. But here, the expectation off right off the back is, hi, how are you doing? What's your name? Can I have your number? Let's get in bed okay. tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. And that's all I want, you know. <laughs> I don't want to get to know you. I just want to take you to bed very fast okay and that's the that's the biggest difference is the intention you know like we loved getting to know people and yeah still like having that romance i think that's the biggest thing that misses the romance like there's a lot of times there's just no romance now yes i agree i agree and i do think i mean there are some people who don't like the old school mentality mm-hmm. you know um there's some women very progressive or they're more feminist they they want it more equal but yeah. a lot of my female friends we really appreciate yeah the traditional because it's just considering someone else like right. oh he or she thought of me right so you were saying about you know the dating here it's like let's get to bed are you on any of the apps i am on hinge at the You're moment hinge okay but i rarely pay attention to it okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's a different way of dating yeah it is you know i think i got on it because i was just like i'm not meeting anybody you know what's going on But, you know, I was like, okay, well, the industry that you're in and the people that you're around, you really don't put yourself in places to meet anybody. So I was like, okay. But no, I have been on apps before and um, guys are the worst. (laughs) <laughs> you know like yes. they... <laughs> okay well first off for clarity just because i have so many female listeners in mm-hmm. case it crossed your mind that you wanted to slide into clayton's dms he will like you but not sexually okay let's, let's make that clear i will look out for you for sure <laughs> all day <laughs> okay yeah so yeah guys are yes mm-hmm they're they're interesting and they yeah. I, I mean I had a guy friend with he was like one of my first gay guy friends and yeah. I was just like, What is it like with you guys? Are you just like sleeping with each other all the time? He's like, Yeah, like when we're sleeping, yeah. <laughs> just testosterone. <laughs> just imagine 
I have to explain to people, just imagine like, okay, you know how straight men are now. You deal with them, right? So just a world full of them. And that's what you have. Okay. <laughs> basically. Guys, you know, basically, that's all it is. Yeah. Testosterone runs everything. It's not, you know, how like the hetero world is more so when you have kind of the balance. Mm-hmm. So it's a little harder to find that because they know they can just go get it from anywhere. Yeah, you know? like Grinder. I have some friends oh on Grinder, And that's basically, it's, yeah. it's to the point. It's so fast. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to meet up in an hour. I was like, yeah. oh, that's Don't fast. even know this person's name. Yeah. As far as you know, his name is the wave emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you know is the wave emoji. That's, and not saying that I haven't done it in the past, you know, because we're all human and we have needs, you know. Yeah. And there are times where even I'd be like, yep. I got to, you know, just um, more so in the past when I was younger and I wasn't on like the spiritual um, road that I am now of being enough for myself, you know. Mm, okay. um, so, you know, there are times when a lot of times you want it from, you need it from someone else. And that's what most times people are looking for. They're looking for something from someone else, whether it's validation or, you know. So I've done it and there will be times like half of them I don't remember the name. Yeah, me too. I mean, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm married now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just like when you look back on it, you're like, what did I get out of that? Like, like, I don't even know this person. Yeah. Like, as far as I know, I don't even know, like, what they're doing with their lives. I feel as we get older, we definitely go more towards mental, emotional, spiritual right. connection. Right. Like, if that's not in place, right. it's just like, why? Who got time for that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Your priorities do change. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that you have been doing recently for your own spiritual journey and personal growth? Really taking time for myself, um, really to getting to know me more, working a lot, actually, you know, putting all that time that I was waiting for someone else to do into me and doing everything that I love. So whenever that special guy does come along, I am ready for it. I am completely not completely, but at the most ready for him that I can be, you know. And what does that look like to you? Like, what does ready look like? Ready looks like financially, spiritually, no baggage from the past, you know, past relationships, none of that. Physically, just trying to be like a whole being, you know, and, and elevate in every part of myself. Whether it's working out to get the get my body where I want it to be, you know, because that's same thing that I want to attract someone who's fit, you know, someone who cares about their fitness and care about their body and health. Financially, learning everything that I can more about finances and, you know, all that. So, again, when this person comes along, I'm an asset to them, not someone they're having to, like, teach, you know, or carry. May I ask about, because if you're from the South, is, is it pretty conservative where Very. you're from? Yes. Okay. May I ask how your journey was like coming out well, just because I'm always very drawn to those stories just because mm -hmm. I myself I never felt fully like I could be me when I was mm -hmm. a kid and right. so I know the struggle of that feeling of like I kind of feel like I can't be me right so I would love if you could share a little bit about that yes um the south is still very conservative it's like stepping back to 1980 you know, um, <laughs> 70, maybe even further back with just people's thinking, you know, they are, aren't always that open-minded, you know, because of religion and, you know, things like that. But 
it's changing, but very, very, very slowly. So just to start off, I have known that I was, you know, um, gay since I was six years old. That's when I first, I mean, of course, you're six years old. You don't really know what that is, but, you know, that was my first inkling that I was. Um, And I hid it for a very, very long time by ways of just not bringing it up, not talking about it. Um, I kind of expected my parents to know because I've never brought a girl home, okay. never talked to them about girls, nothing, okay. you know. And when my dad would bring it up, I would make it more of a general topic, but I wouldn't stop it, you know what I mean? And I did not come out. I am turning 32 this year, and I did not fully have that conversation with my parents until the beginning of this year. Actually. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. how did that go? Um, it was mixed. That was a mixture of love, but it was also a mixture of um anger for sure. Anger was, from your from you or them? From them. Okay. Um so, you know, my mom was the very, you know, the loving one. She still gave her opinion about it, but she was always just loving, you know. Which I appreciated because at the end of the day, my life is my life. And as loved ones, we just have to love each other, regardless of anything. You know, our job is to love each other. Um, my dad and my dad didn't handle it as well, but you know, he didn't just result from anger. You know, um, the anger side came a little from my brother, oh. my older brother. Yeah. Okay. But then you know things got better. You know, we talked about it. You know, mm-hmm. but initially it wasn't. A great response, you know. Is the anger? Do they feel like they were lied to, or where where does that stem from? Um, just you know, religion. You know, oh, just oh, knowing I think. that you know they feel is wrong. It's not how you're supposed to live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, people think that you choose this life. Um, I don't understand that concept because to me, it's just like. Why would anyone ever choose a life of ridicule or a life of um, hardship, you know, and having to, who wants to have that uncomfortable conversation with their family and friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And my job, I've been out to my friends since 2010. You know, that's when I first told majority of all my close friends. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was surprised too, because I've seen you Mm -hmm. with boyfriends and stuff. So I, I did not know that. Yeah. But actual family, family... And I think I was able to put it off because I stayed so far. Because mm. they're in Mississippi, I'm here. And I didn't do it because I wanted them to hate me or, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do it that way. I didn't. I mean, I didn't tell them because of that. I told them. I didn't tell them because I didn't feel like they were ready. For like for so long, I was just like, I'm going to wait till you, they're ready. Thinking that there would ever be a time. But honestly, that never will happen, you know? But I would just hear them say certain st- things sometimes. You know, I'm like, okay, you're not ready yet. I'm mm. going to wait, you know. Okay. Because my family is very important to me. Yeah. They're very, very important to me. My mom and dad are like the two most important people to me in my life. And disappointing them was something that I've never in my life wanted to do, ever. I've always wanted to make them like the most proud and happy, you know. So the thought of telling them something that I knew prob- may not go well, it was just like, oh, I can live my life without. I don't need to. I don't need. They don't need to know. You know, 
that type of thing. I see. But I was only doing myself a disservice, really. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to a place where it was, I had to think about myself, you know, and be like, in order for you to have the, the life that you want and the relationship mm-hmm. you want, because it's not fair to the other person. Right, absolutely. Living your truth. Mm-hmm. And I think being self-expressed mm-hmm. is always a good thing. And right. like you said, it's not always easy. There right. might be some healing that comes along right. with that. Mm-hmm. But once you get to the other side of it, right. it feels extremely yeah. liberating. It and does. Like, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was like the biggest weight lifted off my shoulders. And gladly, you know, I had like great friends who were there to like be there for me and support me and give me amazing advice and now like me and my family like we're we're good you know um i I still give them space of knowing they still have to like deal you know and and accept fully but we talk all the time i love them we smile and when we see each other you know so i'm i'm happy that that process didn't prolong the way it could have or went the way it could have even though that was a little, you know, hiccup saying, you know, that was like a little scary moment and I was a little down, but I'm happy that, you know, we're seeming to be on the other side of it. Well, that's great. Yeah. Did you do anything to open the conversation about it to make them more comfortable or accepting? Like if you have any questions, you can ask me anything like that. Or I know everyone's different in how they right, communicate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of knew that I had to go straight to it. Because I think for so long, I just waited for them to ask. Mm, okay. Because I was like, like I've never brought a girl home. <laughs> I didn't even want to go to prom. Like, I don't talk to them about nobody. Like, come on, y'all got to know something. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, y'all got to know. Come on. So I went straight at it. And I was just like, okay, I have something to tell you, you know? And I told him just straight. So it was terrifying but i knew that i made a promise to myself that i would not go anymore without saying it after the beginning of the year i was like you have to tell them the beginning of the year so i i went home for christmas and i came back on new year's eve most people would say you know like tell them while you're there but i was too concerned with just having a great time with my family you know because i was like i don't know how it's gonna go so I'd rather just have a great time with my family and then say it when I'm not there. So they have time to, you know, like, I I don't know. I don't know what the process was. I was was trying, just trying to think of the best way to do it, you know. And for some reason, that was my way of just saying, just have a great time with your family, you know, now. Because you don't know if it's going to go good or bad after that. Okay. I imagine feeling seen. Mm -hmm. Is probably pretty scary, or was scary mm-hmm. to you. What do you is mean? Is that true? Like feeling seen, like f- as like all of you, like acknowledged for who you are. Yeah. Mm. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you, do you mean like just people seeing me for who I am? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked just because when I was introducing you, mm-hmm. or you were saying like you might get sh- shy while I'm yeah, introducing yeah. you, because yeah. so that made me think like oh maybe is he like i mean there's some people who really want to be seen like oh, we live in la right you know, like, that's like, you're they right. love it they love it but yeah. you're not the first person who comes to mind when mm-hmm. i think like someone who like soaks that up you're more yeah. modest and like, yeah i'm just, humble 
Just a, I'm just a little shy. Yeah, it's cute. I'm just a little, you know. That I'm a Virgo, so I'm just, you know, we just we have that shyness. You know what I mean? Like when you start throwing the credits, we like. Like I have a friend who does that all the time. Like everywhere we go, he's like, "Yeah, this is my brother right here. He does for Beyonce." Like that's the only the only person he ever says as though that's. <laughs> no, that's what the conversations are like, though, because I forget. I live on the west side of LA and then I'm I'm also not directly in the industry. Mm-hmm. But when I come over to Hollywood, I, I forget. I'm like, oh, the conversations are completely different over here. It's yes. just the way people are automatically talk about what they do, mm-hmm. who they know, what movies they've been in, what right. celebrities they've worked with. And at first I thought it was very um like name droppy mm-hmm. and rude. But I think it's just normal because that's just what you do to network. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what you do to network, basically, like, because you never know who's in the room. Yes. You know, <laughs> you never know. You know, there have been so many times when I was just talking to people and I was like, yeah, um, I train, you know, in this and this and this. And I'm also training in this now. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, I, I do this and this and this. And, you know, boom, from that, that could be a connection for you. you right. Know? I don't agree with doing it all the time. There's a balance. There's a balance. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear all the time that you did. I, great. That was so awesome. I'm happy for you. You know what I mean? But, like, I guess what environment you're in, you know, if you're at a party yes. with all of these industry people, then, That's you know. That's what people are doing. Do right? But if we're just at home, you know, a friend's party. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where you can relax. You're, no one's here is going to help you out today. <laughs> so just calm down. Or something. <laughs> um, since you've come out to your parents, have you noticed a difference in the way that you date? Has there been a difference? Mm, no. No? Okay. I think because I I did it for so long without them knowing. Okay. And because in the you know the gay community or LGBTQ community, we all have such a big understanding that Families still don't always accept. And that's something that we all know. So dating someone, specifically like my ex, like he told me, he was like, you don't have to tell your parents I understand. Because when he came out to his mom, she's Catholic. And, you know, it wasn't the best experience. So from that, he he was like, you don't have to tell him. I was like, no, I don't want you to have to deal with that. Like, you know, that's unfair to you. But... That's something that we all deal with. So, you know, we, that's not a big thing. It's not like, oh, you didn't tell your parents? Well, I'm not dating you, you know? It's okay. not like that. It's more of like, oh, okay, well, i love to be here to, like, help you get through that type of thing. But do it when you're ready. That's something that is always spread within our community. Do it when you are ready. Okay, so what? Uh, how about dating patterns? Because <laughs> everyone has dating patterns, right? Something that yeah. just repeatedly comes up and normally it's the only common denominator is is us right so what what are some dating patterns that you have noticed that you have had in the past or maybe still have yes that i'm trying to like change for sure um i love edgy edgy a little more a little more edge i can't do like the super um, even keel yeah okay I, i have to well, you're pre- aren't you pretty calm? You Ooh. have your moments. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to turn it on and turn it off. Okay. Usually when I'm with you, I, I can see that overall you're pretty Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm. I've never, well, I've personally never seen you flip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
in the South, I guess, you know, we can have both. You know, again, we're taught to be gentlemen and, yeah. and kind and mind your manners, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have to follow a lot of, like, rules. You know, we're in the country. We can just drive. I started driving when I was 11 years old. You know yeah, what I mean? No but, so, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, <laughs> just take a four-wheeler. Our AVAs is what people call it, you know. In the South, we call them four-wheelers. You take them and just, just do whatever you want. Down the road. If you did that in, in the city, you'd get in trouble. Or a big one. Um, when I was young, like, we were always, like, right on the back of our pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here you cannot do it. It's no. against the law, you know. <laughs> so it's just different things. So a lot of things, I'm like, I can't deal with just, like, the follow every rule type of guy. I can't. Ah, like, got know, it. Like, little edge. Yeah, this is a little edge. Okay. Mm-hmm. But do you find that, well, I guess it's balanced, but sometimes when they're edgy, it could be in good ways, but then there's also the flip side of edgy Fair. and the bad ways. Very. And that's the part where I'm like, ugh, you keep attracting these same guys, but you're going to have to deal with this. Another one that I deal with is amb- ambitious. I always attract ambition because of my own self. And I think also, you know, how like they say some of your dating patterns come from like your family. Mm -hmm. you'll start dating people who have qualities of your parents or, you know, something that you admired of your parents. It's familiar. Yeah. And my dad is a workaholic. And I would always attract guys who are workaholics, you know. But the problem with that, or one of the things that you have to deal with that, not a problem, um, is that their schedules are going to be hectic. Yeah. So you got to, you have to get to a place of maturity to where you can, you know, deal with that and not take it personally. I know I have to just deal with it because I can't deal with someone who every time I come to the house, you're sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah, you choose. <laughs> you totally yeah. choose because it's the, actually with me, that's one of the things that I wanted was someone who was a hard worker. My father also yeah. lives to work. Yeah. His purpose is to work. Yes, and thanks. so my <laughs> husband, that's his purpose. But sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're like not home a lot. But there's the flip side. I'm like, I do not. Yeah. I did not want a lazy person. Yes, okay. For so sure. do you do you, whatever you want, you have to remember the flip side, but it right. comes with it comes with territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, yeah. so workaholics. What else? Well, this is another one. I think those two were like two of the ones that that are big for me that I have to like evaluate a lot of times because those could bring problems that I also that kind of annoy me. With edgy Guys, like most of the time, they're, they're bad boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of times, <laughs> unpredictable, <laughs> and a lot of times they come with baggage or something that has happened, and they they are bad boys because of that. You know what I'm saying? The, whether they think a certain way, yeah. Whether they're you know they don't like to commit, you yeah. know, and that what attracts you is like, how do I get him to commit? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like we said with the ambition, like you just have to deal with knowing that this person isn't always going to be there. You may not see them. For a few days, or they may go out of town for weeks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you just have to be like, all right, trusting. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing with with, dealing with ambitious guys is you just got to trust. Yes. You know, it's trust. It's a lot of trust and a lot of maturity, mm-hmm. you know. So what about emotionally patterns? Like, what are some things <laughs> that you've noticed about yourself oh, emotionally? <laughs> emotionally unavailable i don't know why i attract it and i'm like clayson are you emotionally unavailable you know i'm like am i that way too i i like to think that i'm not like i like to think that i'm so ready 
you know, I'm like so ready. But then, I, you know, I'm still, and I'm still on that journey of trying to discover that, you know, am I really emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. in any way that's causing me to attract the same people? Or are you a healer who attracts those people because you want to heal them? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Type of thing. Yeah. So I think, I think it's the healing part. I don't think I'm emotionally unavailable because relationships is something that I want. Like I want it. I want the the long-term relationship and the kids and the house and the dogs and all that life. So I think it's the healing part, you know. I I want to show this person, like, you're worth it. How do you feel about people who are really interested in you? I, I'm with it. If, Is it? If <laughs> I am also that way with you. Okay. Like if you're attracted back. Right, but, the standard, yeah. Okay, but do you think, is there a part of you, just because this is a common mm-hmm. thing, and I'm just curious if yeah, if you have it. Sometimes like if someone's really into you, it's almost like a, like a turn off. No, almost I, I'm like not. You go the other way <laughs> then? Like, eh, eh. <laughs> um, no. Okay. And I think that's like another thing about being from the South. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like we are not afraid to show you that we're interested. Listen, I want you. What's up? Yes. Point blank, period. So refreshing. Yeah. I want you. I want to marry you. I think I think you're the one. Like, it's no fear in any of that. I and so that. when I moved here, it was the shock because I'm, I'm not really able to approach people that way anymore um, because they get so afraid. Yeah. They take it as, um, you're trying to rush me into something or right. what. And it's like, no, I'm just not afraid to tell you. Yeah. That I like you. Yeah. You know, it, like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and do, like, the eye stare thing of, like, <laughs> you know, or the play games of, like, I like you, but no. But do you like me? Who, no. who has time for that? Who has time for that? <laughs> like, I like you. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's talk, maybe hang out, you know, see if, like, anything can come of it, you know. And if we like each other, if we're interested, in, you know, in each other and taking it further. <laughs> I like that. That that's um with southern men, I feel that they tend to be a little more masculine in that way too. Like there's direction. Right. You know, they take the lead. I mm-hmm. really I like that. Yeah. No, no games. If you want someone, go get them. Yeah. You I know? yeah, my husband was very direct, which mm-hmm. I was not used to. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to take you out to dinner. Yeah. Very clear intentions. And you know what I noticed was I always said i wanted that but yeah. when it actually showed up it actually scared me a little because yeah. i wasn't used to it like mm, oh yeah oh because it was just when i was dating it was like let's hang out let's see where this goes and i didn't realize mm-hmm. how unfamiliar it felt to me like right. oh my gosh yeah i'm getting what i want mm-hmm. a man who uh, is intentional wants to be in a relationship isn't afraid to tell me yeah <laughs> what he wants yeah exactly you know and my last relationship that's how it basically started like he was from new york and you know you know they're more direct you know yes yeah just walked up and was like i think you're beautiful blah 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 boom and the relationship started something beautiful but that happens very seldom and i and for a while i thought it was me i was just like what what about me makes you know guys not do that but i had to realize it's just it's cultural it's a yes. cultural thing you know yeah. and then an, um another guy who also did that he was from houston yeah no guy to yes. me who has ever done that has ever been from from the la Coast. <laughs> never it's different it's never yeah it is different my husband's from east coast and i found actually dating for me was easier out mm-hmm. on the east coast just because yeah. i talk more direct right, right and right. it was really refreshing yeah 
I mean, it's just people are different and it's okay. Right, right, right. It's one, okay. One way is okay. not better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving forward, what are you looking for in a partner? Oh, he has to be funny. Has to be funny. That's one of the top things. A guy who can make me laugh, you automatically have an in for my interest. Like you have your foot in the door. Yeah. You can make me laugh constantly. Yes. God, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone who cares about their their health, fitness, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that's very important to me, you know. So I know I have to align with someone who's the same way. I would say ambition, gotta have it. But also able to, you know, still know how to make time. They have to be caring. They have to be caring. They have to be thoughtful. That's one of the biggest things for me. I have they have to be thoughtful. Yeah. And just available, emotionally available and and ready to be in a long term relationship. Just ready. Family oriented. I'm really big on family. Um so we have to my family has to love you, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And your family has to love me, hopefully. But they have to really love family. You know, that's something very important to me. And they have to, oh, I, that's the big one. They have to love adventure because I love to travel. I love adventure. Like, I love being in nature. Country boy loves being in nature. So you got to be someone who loves adventure and who's spontaneous and loves to, like, travel. Like, I want to do things like rent one of those vans, trick it out, and just drive the coast of Mexico, United States, Canada, all of it, you know. Travel everywhere that I can. He has to be able to match that, you know, exciting travel bug type of thing, you know. Yeah. What about spiritually? Spiritually, he has to believe in something. I won't say a specific denomination or anything like that, especially because of the journey that I know most gay men go on when it comes to, you know, religion. But spiritual, like, there has to be something that you're in touch with. Only because I am too, you know, and I'm I'm very spiritual. Believing in God or the universe and the earth is all connected, you know, and we're connected in that way. There has to be some kind of spirituality there, for sure. And yeah. what about like spiritual practice? Because you do, like even your uh, karate, like that mm-hmm. is a, a, that is mindfulness practice. Right, right, very much. Do you want them to have something as well? Yeah, in terms of because I, I think it's very beneficial to be able to, especially when it comes to like meditation, Yeah. to be silent, yeah. um, know how to connect to yourself, yeah. you know, and look within. That's so important for us as individuals to be able to do that. I think it's just an aligning thing, you know. Yes. I don't want to go feel like I'm going backwards because of someone. You know, I've done all this hard work for myself and and, and, and learning how to, you know, do all this. And then you stop doing it because of someone. You know, I want yeah. someone to be an asset. Let's grow together within this. Absolutely. It's, um, I mean, a lot of people have heard this, but you are who you spend the most time with. It is literal. I I look back on my life and whoever I was hanging out with, I was very, very much like them. Exactly. And so with the alignment and what you were saying as well, you know, if you're in a space where you have done a lot of work on yourself and you're continuing to do a lot of work on yourself, Sometimes there can also be a sensitivity of, and it's mm-hmm. not personal. And I've experienced this before too, where I could see someone's in the middle of it and I know how hard it is to be there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll notice like I currently don't have space for that just because right. I've been there and I know 
yes. I just don't have the space. Maybe, right. maybe in the future. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. But I have noticed that about myself. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know how hard it is to be there. Yeah. I've just come out of it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I wish them well, but it just might not be a match for a friendship or whatever right. just yeah. at that time. That's true. You know, right. when you've done all this work to get where you are, you have to, in religion, they call it equal, like being equally yoked. You know, and basically that means like just aligning with people, you know, who are on the same same journey as you. I may be a little ahead of you. You may be a little ahead of me. There's different levels, you know. And if I know that you're at a level that I can't really make space for right now, then I just have to be honest. We we can't right at this moment. You have work to do. So, you know, I'm rooting for you. You get you need help, anything, blah, blah, blah. You need advice, let me know. But as far as like just me making space for you a lot, like. That I can't right now. Do any exes come to mind when you say? It's so disappointing when it doesn't work out that way too, because right. it's a timing thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just what you you're saying is like you should be headed in the same general right. direction, right? right? But when it is too far, it, it can get very yeah. difficult. Right. It's a pull and push and pull. You know what I mean? You're always trying to Look out for them, but also know that you're trying to look out for yourself. And a lot of, it's just too much. It's just too much, you know. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on and talking a bit about dating and relationships. Y'all, please watch this because I need y'all to do better than LA. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone would like to reach out to you or send you a DM, where can they do that? Um, You can follow me at, oh my God. You can (laughs) You can follow me at um, Clayton Connolly. That's my name completely on Instagram, Facebook. That's all I got. I don't, Good not a you. TikToker or Twitter or Snapchat or. Good just, for you. Well, especially because you do dance. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, I guess maybe dance industry people mm-hmm. maybe aren't into the whole. Is it? Is that a thing? It's more of a force thing. Like, we kind of have judge to them? be. Because, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I noticed there's the ones that, that do it, mm-hmm. and then there's the one that do not. It's a job. It's a job. So you, I think you have to decide whether you're going to do that or do that. You know, That's true. You know, it's, the, it's the, a full-time. You have to legit book space and, yeah. and book locations and book videographers and do the yes. latest trends. It's yes. a whole thing that I'm like, no, that's not my world. I noticed that you with know. my dancer friends. Mm-hmm. There's either they're doing that, like the social media, mm-hmm. or they're um, the working dancers that are actually, like you guys are going mm-hmm. on tour and teaching right. and doing the conventions right. and all that. Right. Because that side also as well takes a lot of time. It's a lot. Yeah. You guys you, work hard. You have to put a lot of energy. So you a lot of times you come home from rehearsals and stuff like that or shows, you, you ain't got time to do no TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to do this yet. Awesome. For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.